every week. Okay, I'm sorry. I was not, I, I was muted. So I'm sorry, guys. This is the first show. <laughs> and so now we're ready to rock and roll. So I want to welcome you guys to episode number one of Ask Jay Live, How to Build a Business Built for Success. And I just want to lay the foundation of what to expect from the uh, next shows. And they're going to be dropping every Tuesday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And we'll probably do some additional shows too. Um, some on-demand shows. But the first thing I want to let you guys know is we're looking for live calls. So anything about entrepreneurship, your business, my business, uh, any questions that you have, please feel free to ask questions. So today, what we're going to start off with, I'm going to lay the foundation, give you a little background on myself. Then I'm going to talk about how to build a business built for success. And then we're going to take any questions. Now, if you want to speak, Hit the phone icon on the bottom right uh, to join the caller queue. And then uh, once you get up, I'll bring you up to speak. And then you can hit the mic to unmute yourself. And once you're done speaking, just hit the phone icon again, and it will return you to the listener group. Okay, so uh, today I just want to start off a little bit about myself. Uh, If you are not familiar with me from my podcast, Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, and you came here some other way, just want to give you a little foundation. So I am a serial entrepreneur. I went the traditional route that most people did, went to college, worked in corporate America. Then I decided to leave corporate America over 20 plus years ago and bet on myself as a new entrepreneur. And so I've built over 17 businesses Out of those 17 businesses, I've probably failed about five or six times. I've had a couple of very good businesses, and I've built two multi-million dollar businesses. In the process, I've almost lost everything two times. And if you want to hear more about that, just go go to bebconnect.com. That is actually a page on my website for my Black Entrepreneur Blueprint podcast. And you can check out one of the episodes and I talk about almost losing it all twice. Uh, So that's basically the foundation. And what I want to do today and on the the following episodes is to be able to talk live with the BEB family members and other entrepreneurs who want their questions asked live. So we are all blessed with talents and skills. And one of my superpowers is being able to answer questions uh, as an experienced entrepreneur, uh, somebody that's been there and done that. So that's really what my superpower is. And I'm looking forward to connecting with the Ask J Live audience and the BEB audience. So today I want to talk about, guys, how to build a business built for success. Now, one of the most asked questions I get is, what business should I start? And it always puzzles me. Because each person's situation is different. It's like a fingerprint. Everybody has a different fingerprint. And there's so many factors involved that will determine what type of business you should start. So, for example, one of the things you have to look at are what are your interests? How much money and time do you have to invest? What is your goal? Are you looking for part-time income, full-time income, freedom, etc.? So when you're talking about how to build a business built for success, There are different factors, and everybody has their own puzzle. So everybody has a piece of the puzzle. Um, For the people that just jumped on, if you want to speak, hit the phone icon at the bottom right to join the queue. And then when you get there, hit the mic to unmute yourself. 
Um, but the process is right now, I'm just going through the foundation and we're talking about how to build a business built for success. And once I finish with that, I'll take questions from the audience. And I'll also have some questions from the BEB family members that couldn't attend, but wrote in. So we're talking about how to build a business uh, built for success. Now, there are usually uh, several options, right? Uh, most people look at, should they solve a problem or follow their passion? Okay. The, the key is, I think you should do both. Solve a problem and follow your passion. The problem is, most people don't know how to monetize that. So let me give you an example. Uh, and I use this example on Black Entrepreneur Blueprint all the time. Um, just say somebody loves to run. John loves to run marathons, but he has pain in his feet after he runs for a certain period of time. So what John does is he creates a special insole for long distance runners that alleviates the pain and allows him to run comfortably over those long distances. So John starts to market the insoles to other runners and becomes a success. Now, here's what John did. He solved a problem that related to something that he's actually passionate about. So that's melding or bringing together solving a problem and also doing something that you're passionate about. And I think if you can intersect those two things, then you'll be able to build a successful business because you'll, if something goes wrong, you still have a passion for what you're doing. So it's not like you're just trying to make money. I did an episode on Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, um, you know, chasing paper or chasing purpose. And many times when we chase paper, if we come against obstacles, then we don't have the fortitude to move through those obstacles because we're doing something that we're not really passionate about. We're just doing something just to do it, to make the money. And so if you can combine solving a problem in something or an area or vertical that you're passionate about, your chances of success will definitely multiply. And so that's something that you want to look at. And that's actually, um, I did this. So when I say John <laughs> running a marathon, I don't run marathons, but I like to run. And one of the problems was I, I'd have problems with my feet. So I started a company years ago that did insoles. My youngest daughter played a lot of sports in high school. She had problems with her feet. And so I, when I went and started looking around and getting these orthopedic insoles, I'm like, my goodness, the pricing of it is ridiculous. So I started looking around for manufacturers and I created insoles under my own brand. So when I use this example with John, it's really me and my daughter, but I'm not a marathon runner. I just run maybe a couple miles when I can each day, but I do enjoy that. So um, the benefits of the concept, though, of melding something, uh, your passion and solving a problem is John, in this example, is passionate about running and he enjoys everything about the sport. He understands the market because he's part of the market. And that's very critical in terms of being successful. If you don't understand the market, then your audience will pick that up immediately. Another benefit is he solved a problem that many people have. Now, if you solve a problem that only you have, then you're not going to be able to profit from that because, once again, there's, there's no market for that problem. So you have to make sure that you solve a problem that more than you have. Other people have their problem. Also, guys, he's not selling insoles. I know that's what it sounds like, but he's actually selling transformation. So he's selling transformation from being in pain to becoming joyful again running. 
And so when you're trying to build a business, you're not selling your physical product or service. What you're selling is a transformation. And that transformation can come in many forms and fashions based on um, whatever product or service that you're selling and whatever problem that you're that you're actually solving. So let's break this down really to the bare essence of this. And once again, guys, if you have a question, just hit the phone icon on the bottom right uh, to join the caller queue. And when we're ready, um, I'll I'll bring you up and let you talk. So um, let's break this down to really its bare essence. And I did an episode on Black Entrepreneur Blueprint titled Pinpoint and Monetize Your Genius. And I also have an online training about that. But this is really going to help you build a business that's built for success. And I define your genius as the intersection of your passion and your talent. And once again, the problem is most people don't know how to monetize that. And so if everybody had their druthers, they would probably be pinpointing and monetizing their genius. Why would you do something that you don't care to do? Why would you do something that's hard? Why would you do something that you're not passionate about? But once again, a lot of times we start chasing the paper as opposed to aligning our business to be successful. So, um, and I mentioned your intersection of your, your, your passion and your talents. So let's talk about what you can sell to monetize this to build a business that's built for success. So if you've listened to my podcast at any time, um, you guys know that I always talk about there's only six things that you can sell, six types of things. Now, obviously, there are more than six things. The first thing is your physical product, all right? That could be the insoles in this example that I just gave you. The next is your digital product, which could be an online course. The next are your services. So you could be a personal trainer and you're selling your personal training services. Next is someone else's physical products. So you can do what they call retail arbitrage. You go to Walmart, find a product that's on sale. Then you go and list it on Amazon and you make the the spread in between retail arbitrage, selling somebody else's product, physical products, selling somebody else's digital products. You can be an affiliate marketer for a software company and sell that software and earn a commission. And the sixth thing that you can sell is somebody else's services. So say you generate leads for law firms, you're selling legal services, but you aren't the actual lawyer. So the six things that you can monetize your genius with are your physical products, your digital products, your services, somebody else's physical products, somebody else's digital products, and somebody else's services. And what you want to do, make sure if if you're interested in this, it's episode 199 on Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, the podcast. The podcast can be found on all your major podcast platforms and also on YouTube, but it's episode 199 titled Pinpoint and Monetize Your Genius. And I break this down uh, systematically, and I also provide a worksheet for you to help figure out your monetization aspect. And so the biggest issue that I come to find out with my coaching students is when they come to me, they don't have a clear plan of what specific business that they're trying to start. And if they do have a plan on a specific business, a lot of times it's based on chasing paper and not their purpose. And when I go through the the initial consultation before we sign up or they sign up as a coaching student, I always want them to understand that. This is, this is critical. 
in the success of building a, a, a business that's built to last. So the more passionate you are about something, the more that you understand something, if you're part of the market, the better in tune you'll be with what your customers or prospective customers want. And I'll use Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, the podcast, as an example. When I started the, my, my flagship podcast, I was not even thinking about monetizing the podcast. That wasn't it, nothing at all. I just said, let me get this information out there for the entrepreneur so I can help them level up their game and be more successful. But over the years, it's been seven years now, but over the years, the BEB family has reached out to me via email, social media, whatever. And they're like, hey, this is what we want. I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to do that. And so many times the productization of your business will be told to you by your prospective customers. Okay, so that's something that's super important. So once again, guys, um, if you want to speak, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. Um, But I'm almost done with talking about how to build a business built for success. So I just want to focus on that real quick. And then if you guys have any questions, please feel free. That's what Ask J Live Live is all about. It's the dialogue and the interaction with me and the BEB family and the other uh, people on the podcast. So in terms of actually building that business for success, they're key components. Okay. And so if you don't have those components, it's, it's not that you won't be successful, but you're going to increase the chances of success if you have three things. All right. And I always break this down in simple format. So when I do my speaking engagements and my talks, Many times I'll end with this. And this is really what you want to focus on, guys. Number one, do what you love. Number two, do what you're good at. And number three, do something people will pay you for. And if you can intersect those three things, you will never work a day in your life. The problem is most people don't know how to monetize it. And that's why I was just talking about the six things that you can sell. Your physical products, your digital products, your services, somebody else's physical products, somebody else's digital products, and somebody else's services. And there are pros and cons into each vertical or each type of product that you sell. When you own your physical products brand, that's a benefit. You're building assets. When you own your digital products, that's a benefit to you. You're building assets. All right. So your services, obviously, that's an asset because you're providing that service. When you're selling somebody else's physical product, it's revenue, but it's not an asset for you. Okay. When you're selling somebody else's digital product, same thing. It's revenue, but it's not an asset for you. And when you're selling somebody else's services, it's revenue, but it's not an asset for you. Your focus should be on building assets, even if those assets don't provide a return today. So if you write a book, which is going to take you a little while, and then you start selling the book, that book, even though you aren't really selling it yet, that is an asset. That's something that can bring in revenue at a future date. So when I wrote uh, A New Black Wall Street, it took me about four months to write that. But every day I get orders from that book. I built an asset. When I took the time to create my online courses and programs, it took a lot of sweat equity. Didn't see anything from it initially, but over time, people purchase those products and, and those online courses, which is an asset. And I think in order to be successful and build a business for success or built for success, 
You have to have the assets in the business and you have to be focused in the right direction that's going to allow you to work through the tough times. And once again, if you're just chasing paper, when a tough time comes, guess what? You're going to go and find another business opportunity to go and try to make money in. And I get it. Sometimes, you know, money is the priority and I got to have it right now. And I was telling my my cousin the other day, um, hey, the best time to start a business is when you, you got a job or you already have money coming in because you're not pressed and you're not going to do things that are going to actually be negatives to your business just because you're chasing the paper. And so if you want to build that business for success, you want to look at a couple of things, building assets. Like I said, that's paramount. Um, also working within your genius. And if you have a, a, a physical, I'm sorry, if you have a service-based business, you need to learn how to productize that service business. So if you're doing, uh, say, massage therapy, right? The only time you're getting paid is when you massage somebody. But you need to start creating assets or products that are going to make money when you're not actually providing that service. So say it could be some type of liniment or a bomb. It could be some type of online course or training that teaches people how to be flexible, uh, all types of different ways to monetize. And I think in order, especially in today's uh, with the technology available today, guys, um, it's easier now than ever to build a business that's built for success. Years ago, when I started in business, I had to go to the newspapers, uh, TV stations, radio stations, uh, if I wanted to get information out to prospective customers. And that's super expensive. Now, once again, we have the world right at our fingertips. And that allows us to be able to connect. So we use these tools and we use this phone for, for play a lot of times. So we're on social media. And we're, hey, I get it. You want to decompress sometime. You're looking at funny videos. But let's start using these resources and these tools to be able to build successful, sustainable business and businesses. And I always put that in because you just don't want to build a business for today. You want to build a business that you'll be able to have for years to come that you can build a legacy with, maybe pass it down to your family, to your children and your children's children. I watched a video the other day on um, I forgot who it was, but they were just talking about these well-known brand companies. And everybody that they mentioned, uh, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, uh, Barnes and Noble, all of these different companies, there's somebody's name. That's somebody's legacy. And so we need to start thinking about legacy building when we build our businesses. So instead of buying other people's last name, we need to start to be able to create businesses, products and services where people will buy our last name. Now, your your name doesn't have to be on every product. But you guys understand what I'm saying. It's about building something for the long haul. And many times, guys, you're going to have to suffer in the beginning before you can actually reap the rewards. And so it's putting in that work. It's, it's if you have a nine to five, right, you treat your nine to five. I'm not saying, you know, shirk your responsibilities. Treat your nine to five like your side hustle. Treat your, your six to 11 like your main thing. And eventually you'll be able to swap that out. And that's really what the focus is or should be on building a sustainable uh, business that's built to last. Um, I want to give you guys some advice real quick um, for 
for new entrepreneurs. I don't know if you guys are new entrepreneurs or experienced entrepreneurs, but this is advice that any entrepreneur can take. Number one, when people ask me this, it's always believe in yourself and your dream. All right. I'm not going to get into religion, but I believe in a God force. And if you do, that's great. If you don't, that's fine also. But I believe everybody has a dream that's that that's given to them. They have talent, skills, uh, likes and dislikes that they're born with. And so believe in, in yourself and your dream. Your dream wasn't given to your spouse or partner. That specific dream wasn't given to your parents. So you have to understand that that dream is solely your dream. So believe in yourself and your dream. Number two, surround yourself with like-minded people. Now, if you're an entrepreneur and everybody else that you're dealing with has no aspersions of being an entrepreneur and they just want to get those 30 years in, get the gold watch and the retirement check, those aren't the people you necessarily want to talk to you know, about entrepreneurship. So you want to surround yourself with like-minded people. Number three, research your business idea and test it first. I always talk about test, 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 test before you go in and spend a ton of money because you don't want to end up like my buddy who has, as <laughs> a, a whole episode, uh, he has a whole bunch of razor blades, probably 5,000 razors sitting in his garage because he wanted to start a razor company and didn't test first. All right. So research your business idea and test first. That's number three. Number four, get the necessary tools you need to start your business. And I see this a lot with with new entrepreneurs. They're ready to go, but you don't even have the tools to be successful. So it's almost like trying to build a house and all you have is a screwdriver. You can't do that. So if you need time to, to build up the tools that you need, it may be software. It may be physical products. It may be an office space. Take the time and slowly build up what you need to start your business. Because inevitably, when you start your business and you don't have the tools to be successful, then you won't be successful. Now, everything doesn't have to be perfect because there's no scenario where, where everything is perfect. But get the necessary tools you need to start your business. Number five, build your platform and database while you're finishing up your product creation. Uh, if you listen to BEB, the podcast, I talk about this all the time. If you have a database of prospective customers to sell to, Guess what? Every time you come out with a product or service, if it is aligned with your database, what their needs are and wants are, you're going to make money. It's like turning on a faucet. OK, so you need to work on that probably not probably before your product or service, your first product or service comes out, because inevitably what happens is people. Are, oh, man, I finished my book. I'm ready to sell it. Then they scratch their head and say, well, damn, I don't have anybody to sell it to. And so you need to start building your product, your, your database and your platform. And your platform could be a blog. It could be a podcast. It could be a YouTube channel. But a way that you communicate with your customers and prospective customers on a consistent basis, not every once in a while, on a consistent basis. So that's five. Build your platform and database while you're finishing up your product or service creation. Number six, understand that entrepreneurship is a profession. It's not a hobby. It's a profession. So a profession means that you get paid for this. <laughs> all right. And you want to get paid as an entrepreneur. All right. You don't want to be a volunteer where you're doing all of this work and you're not getting paid. Okay. So providing quality products and or services to, to meet and exceed people's needs. So entrepreneurship is a profession, not a hobby. If you treat it like a hobby, that's what it's going to give you back. 
But if you treat it as a profession, then that's when it's, you, you'll have more chance of becoming successful. All right, number seven, and we only got two more, and then I'm going to open it up if anybody has questions. Number seven, always continue to listen to your market and respond accordingly. Many times we think we know what our market wants. In reality, we don't many times. Buddy of mine is he's big into technology, home automation, all types of, you know, turning on your TV, the heat and the lights before you drive in. And he was talking about selling this stuff when there was a recession going on. People are losing, losing their jobs. The pandemic started. And I'm like, dude, you know, unless you're, you know, a very niche and you're dealing in high end homes or people that aren't really affected by uh, you know, the pandemic, it's a lost cause, man. So just because you like this stuff, you have to understand and listen to your market and respond accordingly. And obviously that business didn't work. And number eight, always continue to learn and move forward, guys. There's no such thing as standing still. You're either moving forwards or backwards. And when I say moving forward, I'm talking about learning. Uh, once again, being a professional, staying up to date in your industry keeping an open mind. And one of the things that I tell people to do all the time is to think, take time out of your day. I don't care if it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, if it's in the morning, night, whatever is the best time for you to think, take time out to think because entrepreneurs only do three things, guys, think, create, and execute. Think, create, and execute. Thinking is the easy part. Okay. Creating is harder. The execution is the hardest, but you need to take time to think about the path of your business, what you need to do when ideas will come to you when you take the time and meditate or think. So my my super time is in the morning, probably about four or five in the morning. This is when ideas and things come to me. And, and I don't know what you guys are, but it may be at a different time. But always in the morning, if I have an issue or a problem. And like the old folks used to say, I'm going to sleep on it. That's what I do. I said, you know what? It'll come to me. I'm going to sleep. And inevitably, almost every time, something will come to me in that period of time in the morning. And I think a lot of it is, is, is if you just decompress and let things go, then you're in the position to receive, receive information. So take the time to think. All right. So um, any questions, guys? Um, if not, I got some questions from the BEB family. But if you have questions, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue and then hit the mic to unmute yourself to speak. So uh, let me know any questions. All right. So we got the queue going. All right. So let me see if I can work. This is the first time. Take next call. All right. Got Max. So, Max, you want to hit the unmute button? Yeah, I just hit it. Yeah, okay. I got you loud and clear, brother. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing blessed. Uh, I mean, I, I'm more blessed to hear the way you started out the phone conversation. And uh, I don't know how many people listening, but it sounded like you was talking to me. I said, <laughs> I, you have, hey, you have no idea. I, I'm like, God, uh, I'm, I'm in my situation. I'm not going to explain everything, but uh, okay. I'm one of the top t-shirt designers, not only footwear designers in the United States. A lot of people don't realize I was responsible for the Nike shocks. So oh, I didn't have the patent. I didn't have, you know, the trademark ability. I didn't know anything. I was a 14, 15 year old kid flawless with 
gifts that God gave me, I didn't flourish on. I didn't, you know, um, uh, 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 work on as my true passion because I was so gifted at playing sports. My parents thought mm -hmm. it was a joke that I was this good at designing. So wow. uh, they never took me serious. And I, I even, you know, uh, took it, uh, stole a check from my, my stepfather, which, you know, I, <laughs> I, I wrote $700, cashed it and tried to file a patent and whatnot. And he, you know, he, he told me, he's like, hey, you know, yelled at me and shit. Later on, he's like, mm -hmm. man, he said, I didn't know that you wanted it that bad, that you would actually steal from me and not ask me. Right. I said, I've been trying to tell you for years. You didn't believe me. So uh, you started off uh, with a great conversation. And uh, I'm from West Virginia. Thanks. I'm from West Virginia. Okay. I need to West Virginia. You started off with um, footwear, you know, insoles. Mm -hmm. I kid you not, brother. I can't even take this email back. I emailed you before this whole thing started. You need to see my first invention. It was an insole called the Jump 3000. It's a, a news interview. <laughs> what? The news, inter the news interview 21 years ago. 21 years ago. The news interview is of me that uh, being one of the top designers in the United States that freestyling. I was beating computers out because I was that good at graphics. And so mm -hmm. I sent you the news interview. You have that. So. Oh, man, I got it. Yeah. I got to dig that up, brother. You, hey, hey. So so what I'm saying is that uh, God, God, I found you this morning. I'm searching through. I found you mm -hmm. this morning. I saw, you know, uh, everything about you. And I was like, man, it's interesting. And, you Appreciate know, uh, and I'm, I'm looking to build a team and I ask God in faith. And I don't I don't worry about like trying to plan out. I don't usually don't plan for things like that to meet people or whatnot. It just comes to me. So when right. you start talking about it, I'm a person shaking my head. I can't believe how good God is when it comes to bringing people together. I didn't I've yes, never man. planned on meeting you in my life. Never, never heard of you. And I've seen where mm -hmm. people have been responding to you as I'm like, man, where's this dude been in my life? And so, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you need, you need, a, you need a mentor. We all do. I, no matter right. what I say about what I'm good at, I don't mean to say I'm the top designer. What I'm saying is that I haven't met anyone that can show me that they have shirts better than mine. So That's what's up. I invented a shirt called Timeline Shirts. It has a high school, college, professional career all on one shirt. Um, Bruh, because you said that to me today. Those, those are hot, bro. Super yeah, yeah, high. and that's that, that's Kobe. That's Kobe Bryant's, um, you know, collaboration. I want to get involved with because Nike dropped it. Mm -hmm. So my uh, my contact with Kobe Bryant's family is uh, uh, Pooh Richardson, who's Kobe's godfather. Mm -hmm. So right. uh, so me, Philly Philly zone. That's where I'm from. Pooh Richardson. Oh, there you go, man. <laughs> there, there, I knew the accent, but I couldn't. I couldn't. You know, Philly, New York. Y'all hate it when y'all get confused. I know. <laughs> I, so I didn't say anything. I'm smart enough to keep my mouth closed, man. I was like, you got to tell me. My so, man. So, so I, I've been working seven years. Seven is my favorite number. God's most important number. And it's the seventh year. That's it. Uh, so um, I've uh, done product placement with Soldier Boy. Um, everything's in the email. With Soldier Boy, I've done it with Odell Beckham when he his dad wore my shirt on NFL Networks. I mean, I went, oh, I went beyond means. I met with Peter Rockchild. I had a plan for Zion Williamson. For Zion uh. Williamson to sign with Wendy, seven years, $75 million. I had Zion Williamson's agent steal my marketing plan and take it to Michael Jordan. If you Google right now Zion Williamson, Zion Williamson signed for seven years, $75 million with Brand Jordan. As a uh -huh. black man and a black and a black entrepreneur and a black athlete, I did not go on ESPN. I didn't blast Zion. I didn't blast his agent. I just kept it to myself because I'm not in the business of humility. I'm in the business right. of blessing. What they showed me, if anyone else could look at this, sometimes you think you make a mistake. What he showed me is that the shit that I, I put out, it worked. 
So it's good. Put that in my notes. <laughs> right. I didn't get credit for it. Once again, mm-hmm. Nike shocks. Right. Zion Williamson. Write that in your notes. You you oh, you own the something. Man. Don't don't worry about somebody taking mm. money from you because if you that creative to do it one time, you got to understand. Even in your darkest moments, right. You can do it again. Most problem with blacks, teenagers, mm. adults, older, mm. is that we look mm. at our mistakes as like that was the greatest triumph of our life, and it's over with. If you look at everything that God that right. brought you to this point, and even in business, all the learning experiences from your cousins, everything, add those up. If anything adds up in your life as far as taking a step, that means you can get back to where you started from. But we don't sit that exactly. we don't sit that way because we surround ourselves with the bullshit ass people who shoot down everything we can bring to them. But what people don't understand, mm-hmm. Jay, is that people like you and I, I'm not at your success level, but I you're you're my you're my you're my uh you're my finish line. You're where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? I want you to Appreciate be like, Max, I'm going to give you the baton. I need you to start your own podcast, and I need you to get 10 people to be more successful than you. That's my game plan with that, you. That's it. That's, yeah. brother, so that's amazing. So I'm not man. taking up all your time, but you got my email. <laughs> you got, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, we can go for days, bro. I guess I got some good stories for you. But We, um, we, we got a link because it's funny. Um, I, I saw – I just pulled up your email. And yeah, we definitely got a link, bro. Uh, th- it's funny. This is the first day I'm doing yeah. Ask J Live. Make sure you tune into my 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 flex. Say say that again. Now say that so God can hear you. Uh, you said this is the first what? This is the first uh, Ask J Live podcast. I didn't catch you on the second. I yeah. catch you on that first. That eighth, eighth man. I'm telling you, God is powerful, bro. That's it. God is powerful. I I, I got chills, but I know what this is for. Because I w- I've been seasoned. I'm on the grill, but I need a char- mm. I need a charcoal, <laughs> and you the lighter fluid. I need, I need my to- man. I need to you got to get that done. match light, bro. That's already I got that fluid done. in it. That's all I need is I need Jay to just strike that match, and ball game's over. With. But, well, um, well, but let's but, co- let's definitely connect, man. Because um, yeah, you know, I got your email, and I, I was telling you on the DM that yeah, let's set a time to talk, man. And anything I can do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do to that. Help you but, further. Uh, your message, your. Your message this morning, uh, uh, this uh, to everyone that's listening, uh, very heartfelt. Uh, you can tell uh, you've it. you've been through it. Uh, the most important factor is, I think someone needs to address uh, for a lifetime is that uh, kids, um, like in the, if we want to fix our society, I think mm-hmm. more people like you, uh, myself, uh, should should stress that most black youth. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's any any other state. I mean, in Mexican, whatever, whatever culture. In the United yeah. States, we don't stress business enough in schools. Right. right. You, you, we get it after school. I mean, there there should be a business class. You start out when you're ten years old in the fifth grade. Right. I, I don't. I mean, it's it's so. These are the things that you're talking about. Like, boy, if you had known, if you known everything you knew right now at eleven years old. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I'm yep. stopped. <laughs> you, 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 you feel me though you feel me yeah so that, we, no that, i do brother we go yeah. we're gonna definitely link man we're gonna definitely link brother. yeah okay i'm gonna see if anybody appreciate, else appreciate the platform though you let me just speak but i'm i'm gonna yes, meet myself we definitely gonna link most definitely so right, hey guys appreciate you max hey guys uh if you want to speak just hit the phone icon on the bottom right and join the caller queue and uh make sure that um um you know come on up Cause we love to have you talk. Uh, I see a couple of my peoples over here. All right, let me see who's up next. Oh, my man, Belvin. Yo, hit the unmute button, bro. 
Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I got you, man. What's going on, brother? (laughs) Well, I'm just calling, congratulating you on this first adventure. You always introduce something, introducing something (laughs) new to me. I ain't never heard of this app. Next year, hey, hey, look, man. uh, It's funny because um, you know, as Max was saying, it's it's like how God works. Now, I'm on Clubhouse, but I really don't do much on it because you know. So, call in. This app actually reached out to me. And I was like, let's 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 see what it is. And then I started playing around with it. And one of the things that I wanted to do was I always wanted to do a live show and a show where people can listen. I've done a couple of live shows and they were like smash successes with the downloads, Uh, because a lot of times you're listening to Black Entrepreneur Blueprint. You're listening to me talk. There's no interaction. So when call in came to me, I said, you know, I like the platform. I know it's new. I said, but yeah, let's let's rock with it. So Colin came in, they partnered with me, and uh this is the first of 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 a weekly show now that'll give the Black Entrepreneur Blueprint podcast listeners okay. the ability to talk, you know, ask questions live. You know, now you and I talk, you know, you 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 my guy, so we talk off the air, but for people that don't have that right, personal right. relationship with me like that, um, they're able to come in and ask questions. So I jumped at the uh, opportunity. And hopefully, man, you know, we got a couple people on the day. I, I was trying not to push it too much because I still trying to figure out all the technical stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. So, uh, but yeah, man, so what, what's going on, man? How's everything with your business? If if people don't know, and this is what I want to do too, since we have other people on, uh, Max told us what he does. Belvin, just let people know what you do, what your business is, man. So you can share that. So uh, my business, I'm the owner of Showtime Travel. You can visit it at ShowtimeTravel.com. And what we do is uh, we specialize in designing luxury vacations for busy professionals. So all they have to do is show up and enjoy. So uh, what a client a client would come to me is they would say, hey, you know, sometimes they're they're celebrating a, a life event or or something. They're looking at a birthday vacation or they're just, you know, regular getaway. Or sometimes we even have family vacations when the vacation is really important for them. They come to us to customize that trip. And so all they had to do is show up and enjoy. So uh, I, I would say, you know, Jay has helped me a lot. Uh, you know, uh, started listening to the Black Entrepreneur Blueprint and then took a few of his classes as well and just learned a lot that some some of the so-called gurus, he, he just keeps it real with you. So I just like, you know, to, Appreciate you know everything is plain. Everything is simple but it's effective. So for any of those people listening out there, you're listening to a good man who's, who's, who's been through it all. Tell me not only the, <laughs> the thing I like about you, James, you tell not only the great things, but the, the worst, of worst things. Exactly. And, yeah, and, bro. And it, you know, it all comes out uh, great in the end. So uh, I appreciate it. And, yeah. You know, definitely I will be listening to you. Cool. I appreciate it, man. Uh, any, any, uh, any questions, man, while I got you on? Well, you know, um, man, you know, as as things are starting to evolve, you know, uh, with me, I'm starting to get, you know, travel is picking up, uh, picking up a, a lot here, okay. the, you know, last. And I'm trying to put together systems uh, to scale, right. you know, we, uh, yeah. that's that's probably, you know, my biggest challenge right now is just trying to try not to wear myself out personally, but, you know, put systems together. Right. What do you you know? What? Uh oh, you you broke up, bro. I can't hear you. 
can okay. you hear me? I'm sorry. My phone started yeah. ringing. I was just saying. Yeah, I got you. I got you now. Yeah. Okay. What what things have helped you out systematically? Oh, man. Well, I did an episode a couple of weeks ago where how to fix your broken business. And I actually used my business as an example, my black entrepreneur blueprint business as an example. And uh, one of the things is in, in terms of scaling, man, is like being able to scale yourself. And you do that with systems. So um, and building a team. A lot of times we're solopreneurs. And I think we have issues giving away control of our business. But I'm in a whole process of rebranding and rebooting the BEB brand, different logo, different processes, taking advertising now because I, I realized the platform, my, my mentor was like, yo, man, this platform ain't, it's not just for you, it's, it's, for, it's for everybody. And so um, I think really focusing on uh, scaling yourself or being able to take yourself out of the daily grind and being able to be the visionary of of your business and work on the business but depending upon the type of business you have it, it's obviously going to differ but i would look at tools that can do scheduling i know you probably use calendly because i know you do a lot of one-on-one -on -one consultations but just being able to systematize things and not every aspect of your business because it's, it's crazy people will tell you yeah man you need operating procedures for everything how to flip the fries and, and if you're in that business that's great but the thing you want to focus on is generating leads, systematize that, and delivering your product and or service. Those are the two things that I would focus on first in terms of scaling and systematizing your business. How to generate leads, systematize that, and then how to fulfill those leads. Uh, so those, you know, your products or services. Everything else can come later. So ho hopefully that, that helped, man. Yeah, that helps out a lot because, yeah. you know, with, with us, we get, you know, you get leads, but it, it, a lot of my leads are referrals uh, from right. other people. Well, that's even better, though, bro. That's even better. <laughs> but, you know, we have to strategize and make that a system that, you know, uh, what I do have now is when you, as soon as you come back from a vacation, I have a welcome back survey. And in that survey, I'm asking oh, you wow. to refer me or ask, what is your next trip? So when you tell me what the next trip is, I'm already, right. you know, putting that together. You want it. But, but yep. what I need See, to that's do is sweet. really systemize that. I got it down, but, you know, I need to put mm -hmm. it in almost like a step-by-step -step so anybody right. can do it, you know. Exactly. And that's your next step. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So put it down so that you don't necessarily have to do it. You come in when you, you know, when it's time for the big guns to come in, man. You know, yeah, man. I always say this like uh, when you're going to the dentist and you know, you got the hygienist, right? You know, they're doing all the major work. The dentist just come in and at the end and say, Oh, yeah, that looks good, right? <laughs> yeah, where's there. my money? Yep, <laughs> <laughs> go to the receptionist and check out. <laughs> yeah, get on out of here, leave that money on, on your way out. Yeah. <laughs> my man, I appreciate you, bro. Hey, look, man, make sure we got it, we got to stay in touch, man. I know everybody's rocking and rolling. Q4 and you know everybody's doing stuff man but definitely let's let's stay connected bro I will do man congratulations on everything I appreciate it. thank you brother cool cool yeah guys uh like I said if you if you're ready to speak um you know just just click the link below all right who we got coming up now oh all right oh oh that's that's my homie right here all right you gotta unmute yourself Hello. Let me see. Hey, there you go. I got you. How you doing? What's up? I'm good. How you doing, James? I am <laughs> great. I am great. It's another BEB family member. 
Oh, what's what's happening, Stephen? Uh, all is well. Um, I'm okay. just I was just wondering. Um, have you mm-hmm. thought about like implementing like some kind of like community aspect of the BEV family? Because I find it hard to find uh, other people who are uh, like minded. Even on social media, you have a lot of people, but sometimes it's just too many people and not the right people. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a tremendous question. This is a conversation I had with uh, one of my cousins and a couple of my my uh, my good friends, a couple of brothers. And one of the things we always talk about is working from the local level. So if you look at um, and I don't know exactly what everything Al Sharpton does with the National Action Network. But if you look at organizations that have a local presence, many times they're more effective than the larger organizations that don't have that presence, but they're just an umbrella. So for example, uh, Nation of Islam, right? Now you don't, you could be a Christian, whatever, but one of the things or, or the greatest uh, benefit or thing that they have is they have people on the ground. The, you know, Black Panthers, they had groundwork. People actually in the neighborhoods and communities that the regular folks can see the effects of. So we talked about building an organization and I'm going to be honest, you need I don't know if I got the bandwidth. I'd have to, I'd have to, to partner with people to do it and create um, an organization that would number one, Max had talked about it, educating kids. So after school, you, you know, we, we try to develop these community centers that acted as meeting places uh, hubs for entrepreneurship and, and education and learning. And so after school, we talked about creating a, a safe place for kids to go do their homework. They have Wi-Fi. In addition to helping them with the tutoring and stuff like that, there will be an entrepreneur component in there to help teach kids and adults about building and starting businesses. In addition to that, now you would have a meeting place. So if there's any social or political stuff going on um that there's a meeting place that we can gather at that we don't have to be turned down by other organizations or other types of of, of entities and so in order to do that though you got to have local leadership and the question is how do you make that lead number one how do you vet that leadership number two how do you make sure that leadership stays on point and that's that is, uh, man, that's really where change is going to come. It comes from the grassroots. It doesn't come from somebody up top saying, yeah, go vote. Yeah, that helps. But you got to have that dual effect. So it's just like, um, you know, being able to affect, you know, local local politics. That's why I tell people, you know, you damn sure better, better vote for your local politicians because they're the ones that are going to affect you more so than the federal. Uh, you know, than the, than the uh, you know, national politicians. So that would be something I would love to put in place. I, I think probably the easiest way to do that would be to work with some community groups that are already on the ground and be able to implement some type of program. But why wow, you want to start out in Chicago and be the first one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, we, we definitely need it. It's, it's fresh. It's so frustrating. Oh my god, right. it's so frustrating. You know, to hear and learn all this stuff, and it feels like you're in a separate world because nobody else is, is understanding and they're not listening. Right. So, um, that would be great. I was also thinking, like, would you think about like having like a 
a community aspect for BEB members who want to maybe, you know, galvanize amongst each other and maybe they pay into, you know, something every month. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times things are free, people don't appreciate the same. They don't, so yeah. Maybe if there was like some kind of way that BEB could connect with each other, um, some, right. some other way. Yeah. Like a, like meetups, uh, learning, you know. Yeah, I, I, I've thought about that. And it comes down, <laughs> it comes down to manpower and bandwidth. If I had somebody to spearhead oh. that, I'm, I'm gonna nominate you. All right, you down? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but but I, I trust me. I've thought about it, and I think it would be great because really the impact comes from from local. And so I always go back to the Black Panthers Nation of Islam. When you have uh, a facility there where people can gather. All the information is disseminated. It's the same information in each location, the same program, the same process, same systems. And in that way, that systemization and the program, it, it, it will be able to, you know, obviously help everybody across the board. And I would love I would love to do that. I would love to do any thoughts or anything, yeah. you know, definitely let me know. Reach out to me. Um yeah. I would. I was thinking about how how network marketing. You know how their their system exactly. is built. Yeah. Like something like that, and that's that's manpower, and it, it could be virtual too. But yeah, okay. Don't get me started. I got a lot of. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Hey, how how's the weather out there in Chicago? It's crazy. Okay. It's crazy. All right. My, my young <laughs> my youngest you. daughter. Yeah, my youngest daughter just moved out there in uh, August. So next time I come oh, through, cool. next time I come through, I'll, I'll reach out to you. Maybe we could do lunch or something. Oh, yes, that'd be awesome. Thank you, Jay. All right, cool, cool. All right, take care, Shanita. Good talking to you. All right. So, guys, uh, like I said, we wide open. Um, we got, what do we got left? We got a couple minutes left. Anybody want to jump in, uh, ask a question, comment, please do just, all you have to do is hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. I, I see a couple of familiar faces in there. I see my girl, Akia. You not going to talk to me, Akia? What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> All right, you got to unmute yourself now. Uh, you hit the, uh, mic. Okay. I had to put you on the spot. Nah, What's I'm up? Here, I'm here <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I, you know, I have a parent in the background, so that's why. Gotcha. All right. That's cool. I'm on mute. That's what's but up. But yes, all is well. I'm glad to be in the space. How good, are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm Like I said, I'm rebranding, rebooting, trying to. You know, trying to get everything situated. You know, Q4 is crazy with the uh, products businesses, but uh, yeah. it's a good crazy, though. It's a good I know super. it is. I like this. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is something, you know, when uh, Belvin touched base with me, but this is something that I always wanted to do. So, because I get people DMing me and emailing me all the time about mm-hmm. all of the questions, and it's kind of easier for me to. Hey, just yeah, ask me, then I can, but I still try to answer all the questions that I get. Uh, it's just getting to the point where um, I, I almost can't do it all. So um, right. this was a great uh, timing, you know, for, That's, for this sounds like good growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Excellent growth. Yeah. So this is great. So I'm trying to, and I know it's 12 o'clock. It probably would be better if I did this in the evenings, but for me to okay. commit, 52 Tuesday nights at eight o'clock is, is I, I, you know, it's going to be tough. Say <laughs> yeah, because 52 weeks in a, in a year. I know, <laughs> systematically. <laughs> so, so I don't That's know, but I might, I might do some shows in the evening. So maybe once a month or something. So people that can't get in during the day are able to, uh, 
connect in the in the evening time and ask questions. But uh, you know, I appreciate you guys. This is my first one. I'm a little nervous because the technology over here trying to figure out everything while I'm talking. But uh, it's 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 uh it's good to communicate with the BEB family. So anybody on here that's not that didn't come from Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, make sure you go to my my flagship podcast. You can just Google Black Entrepreneur Blueprint on all your major podcast platforms and YouTube. And that's really where you probably want to tap in, um, you know, with me and the stuff that we do at uh, BEB. But uh, yeah, man. So, Key, I appreciate you, sis, coming on, supporting your brother. You know, also, like I said, anything you need that I can help you with, you know what to do. Just hit me up. I don't know. It's just all of these ups and downs of the pandemic. I know I'm not alone. We've all had our fair share. Yep. And I, I have the shop back open and now I'm able to earn the money. You can't, you know, do it broke. Right. Exactly. So I'm back earning the money and I'm gonna come back strong. Cool, cool. All so right. thank you so much, everybody. Hope everybody's well. All right. Talk to you okay. soon. Okay. Alrighty. All right, guys. We got uh we got we got about seven, eight minutes left. We got anybody else that wants to uh uh actually uh, come up and speak, ask questions or anything? We wide open. All right. So that's that's cool. So all right. My man, all right, so we got Alex on there. Alex, you, you shy, man. What's going on, man? I'm messing with you, bro. If you if you can't talk <laughs> or don't have any questions, I'm just messing with you. But um, so if there are no more questions, we about to uh about to close it out. Once again, guys, I appreciate you for being on here. Uh it's gonna get smoother as we move forward with Ask J Live. So just know every uh, every Tuesday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, come and join me. Tell your friends, share this stuff, because like I said, my superpower when I go out and I do my talks or my, my book, uh, book talks or or any of the stuff I do live, my superpower is answering, answering entrepreneur questions. And so um, I think all of us have been blessed with specific gifts. And because I've been in the game so long, seen it all you know, had some successes, had some failures in the process. Um, you know, I, I like to speak from, from, you know, experience, not theory. And so a lot of times you'll see people, or you'll see cats online or having shows or whatever, and all they're talking is theory, but it's, uh, it's about the know-how, not the knowledge, but the know-how. Know-how comes from doing. Knowledge can come from reading a book, you know, watching somebody do something and uh, you can be watching a documentary and you get that knowledge. The know-how comes from doing. So I'm going to close with this um, action. You know, I, I talk about, I was on a podcast the other day. I was getting interviewed and somebody asked me, what's one of the most important things that, um, that you tell people? And so when my kids were little, it's six letters and three words. And those six letters and three words broken down into three words is to be, do, to be, do. And I used to say that to my kids all the time. If you want to be this, this is what you have to do. So action is always involved. So once again, as an entrepreneur, think, create, and execute. Think you could sit there in the, in the tub and you could be thinking, that's great. <laughs> Creating takes action. And obviously, execution takes action. So to be, do. If you want to be the best at this, you got to do this. And so I want to leave you guys with that. I, I need to trademark that. Hey, none of y'all go on in and take that from me, all right? <laughs>
let me stop messing with you. Uh, <laughs> any any questions, guys, before we close it on out? Just making the last call. All right. So we're good to go. Appreciate you guys. Please spread the word about Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to that on all your major podcast platforms and YouTube. Also, uh, that's the hub right there. That's that's where everything comes from. Um, obviously, every Tuesday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, get up with me live here on Ask J Live. Ask me any questions. If by chance you aren't able to get in live, um, shoot me an email. Just go to bebconnect.com. All my contact information is there. Follow me on social media. Shoot me an email or DM, and I may read your question and answer it on the actual Ask J Live. So I had a couple people I was going to um, answer some questions to, but because we took up the hour, I'm going to read them for next week or a week when we're a little bit lighter. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.